and vegan. What's up, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. Uh, this is take two, people, because uh, we the other night we recorded an episode covering the entire second episode of the Akron Part 2, and uh, some it just, you know, it's one of those things. It didn't work out right. Some of the audio wasn't there. Some of my audio wasn't there. It was, I don't know what happened. So I've run, run through multiple tests now, so we should be good to go. Uh, yeah, um, my name's Adam Bell, an editor over at The Coalition. I'm joined by the usual cast, Richard Bailey Jr., editor-in-chief from The Coalition, and Carlos Romero from Throwdown. What's up, guys? Yo, 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 take two, take two, My check. Oh, yeah, right? I'm telling you, OBS, people. That's what all I'm saying, OBS. Be careful with your settings. You know, make yes. sure everything, because that's the thing. When it does updates, and it reverts some of them to default settings, and pff, there we go. All right, so we should be all good to go with that. So, again, real quick, uh, some housekeeping. Thanks again, everybody. Got a bunch of new subs over on iTunes and on Spotify, people following. And, hey, we're also got it up on YouTube. And if you want to comment, because people, I'm sure, have things to say, uh, jump on to YouTube and just go in the comments there. So even if you were listening on to one of the other platforms, join the discussion over on the YouTube. And there you go, because there's a lot to say. This is it. This is our the final season for Walking Dead proper, the mothership. And so... Let's just get into it, people. All right, so just like we did the first episode of this season, it we're splitting into two parts. We're going to run down the complete side for the Commonwealth crew that's there, and then the complete side with Negan and, and uh, Maggie and all of them. So we're going to start off with the lighter one, which is the with Princess and, and Ezekiel and Eugene and, and, and Yukimo over at... <laughs> I, I, I screwed it up again. I screwed it up. Yuke. Yuke or Ice. Anybody in the comments? Yumiko. It's Yumiko. But she calls the princess called her ice. Anyone, if you if you know where that comes from, please drop it in the comments over on the YouTube page over at the coalition. You'll see it there. Just put a comment because we were just banging our heads trying to figure it out because you'll know in this scene, it's pretty much that first opening scene. And we'll, we'll just get into it. Right. So opening scene, we see that it's a Yuka or ice. I'm going to call her ice because that's what she had brought her up. Princess called her ice. Uh, they're sitting at a table. They're discussing what's going on. Jumiko uh, is trying to... She, I, God, I'm, I'm horrible with this name. She's trying to... She's sort of figuring out that there's some kind of structure going on here. This is not just a ragtag group of people that are just screening for the hell of it. No, they seem very organized. And while she's talking to Princess about all this, Eugene comes running over. He's freaking out. He's like, hey, they took Ezekiel. And he doesn't know why. Now, we don't even know why. We don't even know how they were even separated. From what we've seen, all four of them were always together. So I guess now they have uh, the ladies on one side, the men on the other. Not sure. But he was taken away. So now Eugene is freaking out. He's like, they know that we escaped. They know that we, we went out there. We, we don't even know how they would escape. So I don't know how they would know. Because like we discussed before, it's like, how did they get the, the uniforms from the, the, the two... Uh, the soldiers that were doing their thing and then were able to bring them back. We let's not even think about sizing, all right? You know, we don't know the whole thing with the size, how that fit. It, it looked too perfect, whatever. That's just part of the story. That's it, and we're supposed to go with it. So, here's a lot of the lo a lot of the logistics when it, when it comes to 
the way they got the uniforms and went outside and got back and put everything back together that that it was just a time skip for that for that part of the story yeah, exactly. i'm sure we're gonna get the extras and maybe they'll they, it was cut out but uh because this was another long episode this was an hour yeah it was uh, an mm-hmm. it was a definitely long episode and that's it we don't even know how they escaped to even get there and, when, and even though princess knew that they were sneaking off those two to do their thing we don't know where where were they sneaking? She doesn't know. She just saw the timing. Remember, she was like, oh, yeah, three minutes after one leaves on break, the other one leaves. And they're gone for like an hour or something like that or a half hour. So there's mm-hmm. your window. Fine. But where are they going? How are you going to get there? Where's everybody else? There's got to be some whatever. We're, we're overthinking it. The whole point is they're here and uh, Ice says, you know what? I'm going to talk to them. I want to find out if I can talk to the manager. So she goes over. She says, I want to talk to your superior. The whole thing. Princess says, same thing. Let's go talk to the manager. So it's only Isa gets to go into the room. She's back in the room with the researcher and uh, the interrogator or the analyst, if you want to call her that. And Mercer, who they still haven't referred to by name, but it's Mercer. So he's standing there. So she just starts spewing everything. She was like, you know, listen, I've been analyzing you guys. I know what's going on here. And this was a very key part of this episode because this fills in a lot of what's... She's pretty much 100% spot on with everything that she's... Uh, thinking is happening through the whole process of what she's put together in her mind and she's smart and she she understands that this is what's going on this whole process yes it's to bring people in but it's also for placement uh depending on what you did out in uh, the previous life is what oops is what you're do- going to do here so if, if she's an attorney in the past uh, before everything fell apart then she will be an attorney here if that's what they need and that's why they ask all these questions. And then also with the currency, asking Princess if she had any money. She said the $2 bill and they, they took that from her. is because they're trying to control the currency because clearly they are using the dollar as their currency. They're trying to make everything seem uh, back to normal in a way, but in their own community. And uh, that she just puts it all together and then just, just calling out even uh, the researcher. It was like, I bet you were an academic and this is what you're familiar with. And the same thing with the person that was doing all the questioning. I was like, you've probably done this or a job similar before all this. And so she just tells him, you're going to need me. I am an attorney. I am the one who knows the laws. And if that's what you're going off of, what was happening before, you're going to need someone like me. And if that's the case, you also need my crew because I'm not leaving without them. There, we're all together. We're a group. And then um, at that point, that's when the 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 analyzer then says, oh, well, uh, where did you go to school again? Still trying to catch her as if like, well, maybe you're just a good BSer, you know? And she has the same uh, answer that she's been saying when they asked her before about how she went to undergrad at Oxford and she got her law degree over at Harvard. And then at that point, Mercer comes over with coffee. And I was like, oh, here you go. All right. So before I move on, yeah, what did you guys think of that? That whole scene right there. That was a big part. Yeah. And it's it's I think it's important to to make the distinction. I know it's, it's hard to make it, but it, a lot of time has passed by because, you know, there's a reason why they keep asking those questions, why they keep getting annoyed, and how Yumiko um, became aware of pretty much the whole setup of the place, and also Princess being aware of all the habits of all the people that are around the the Commonwealth, that are at least the ones that are you know surrounding the people in the cages and and are processing because you know they've been there for a long time. 
So we we have to, I guess we have to assume or maybe already know at this point, because I, I don't think the show's even told us. No, I would have loved been. that if they had it just at the bottom. You don't have to say it uh, on camera. Just a little caption at the bottom. It's like two days later. We know that time has passed. Well, it's like seven, eight hours whenever they do the interrogations. They were pretty long. That was in the first episode of uh, the season. But yeah, when it comes to actually how many days they've been there, we don't know. We know the, the people, that, the married couple that were in the... Uh, the cell next to them and the first episode mm-hmm. said they were there for a few months but we don't know about this yeah. group how long they've been there yeah it could be weeks could be a month i'm, I'm assuming a couple of a couple a week or two i would assume because i don't think they, they'd reach the month yet but you know two weeks is a lot at least in that time frame yeah yeah just definitely what about you rich did you think anything about this yeah um some time definitely has passed. It's not really clear how much time has passed. Uh, but yeah, just going through the whole interrogation process, uh, I'm still very much intrigued to see where are things going with this particular group. I know that uh, you, you're definitely familiar with everything that happens with the Commonwealth in Mercer because of what's in the comics, but uh, they can definitely change some stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, so. and thanks for bringing that part, because the, at this point, there is something that was changed. We find out that it's her brother, <laughs> the surgeon, yeah, oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. he's there. Mm-hmm. And she says that's the other main reason why she wants that uh, expedite uh, processing, because her picture was up on the board. Uh, well, her brother, yeah, her picture's up on the board. And she was like, well, uh, my brother's here. He's a surgeon and that whole thing. And uh, to just to connect and how they flipped the script is that in the comic at this point, it was uh, Michonne and who's also an attorney, she was there. She saw that there was a picture of her daughter. And uh, that's that connection. So they flipped it here. So we have someone different. Still the same job description, but uh, on the other flip side of who's on, on the other end of the Commonwealth, it's not a daughter, it's a brother. All right, so she's gone for a while. We get back with uh, Princess and Eugene. Now they're like in a hallway. And I guess this was like where they were waiting for for ice while she was in the the meeting area but uh at this time prince is like hey i gotta go to rest him i gotta go i gotta go so she just gets up she walks over to the soldiers down the hall she starts talking in spanish to one of them because remember she's very observant there's no way that we would have known i would unless i would have heard them speak spanish but she she must have heard at some point and she speaks spanish basically she has to go to the bathroom says okay we'll let you go plus there's toilet paper she's wowed by the fact that there's toilet paper and i get it those are the little things that I always talk about with people. I'm like, do they brush their teeth? Do we see them shower? Do we really see any of this stuff? Everybody must stink. You're probably used to it, right? You're out in an apocalypse. Everybody smells bad. But um, she was thrilled by it. So anyway, she disappears. Right, so, some, some time passes. Eugene's now the only one in the hall. He's freaking out. So he goes up to the same guard. So he's asking him, he's like, yeah, I want to know what's going on with my friends. What friends? What are you talking about? He's like, oh, well, you know. Uh, uh, Ice, you, she, she went into the room to interrogation process. She had to come back. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, my other friend, the one you helped with the bathroom, I don't know what you're talking about. Get lost. Go. Go anywhere. And that I had some issues with because I'm like, what do you mean go anywhere? Can he just leave? Are you telling him he can leave? Or no, you're just telling him to go sit back on the bench. Because that's the thing. At this point, if I was him and I heard that, I'm like, well, either... I've been rejected. I'm not accepted. But you're not going to kill me. But you don't want me. You want them. But uh, then again, he just goes and he sits down and he just brushes it off. Did you? Was I the only one that picked anything up from that, or, or found it odd? Or no, I, I I didn't find anything 
odd <laughs> with that. Mm. Well, I'm at, well, no, well, no, because the, the thing is, is that I think uh, they, they, the, their their intent is to keep suspense, yeah. keep you wondering what it what 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 is their real motive, and even and and you know it's pretty much how everything felt, you know, throughout this entire storyline, because you're wondering, you know, Dwight is is all is getting very very uh afraid and all this other stuff just from the interrogation process you know so uh i, I guess yeah it's meant to make you eugene. question eugene yeah, oh, oh, sorry, yeah. I think okay. yeah oh man i'm thinking about fear of the walking yeah, yeah, dead you're right, oh, jumping in. which that. is coming uh, back soon to people yes too, too, early, too early for that but yes eugene was just very uncomfortable this entire episode and it's like i, I think that's what the intent was they want the viewer to also feel that because yep. You don't know what the what what the what their real motives are here for the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. And then we get into their next segment here is where they bring Eugene in for more questioning. And at this <laughs> point, yeah, at this point he's bawling, he's crying, he's freaking out. He doesn't understand what's happening. He was like, "I don't know what you do, my friends." I when you say they're reprocessing or processing, is that for food? Like, are you killing them? He starts and clearly because he's sitting there for who knows how long, and all these thoughts were running through his head. So he's panicking. And at this point, this is where Mercer jumps in and just says, tell us the truth. Just let it out. And uh, and I'm, and this is what I was telling you guys in this little place. What I, the first thing I thought of when he starts crying, he says, okay, I'll tell you the truth. And I was thinking of Chunk from The Goonies and where he's with uh, the, the, the bad guys, the bandits. I'm blinking on their the name. Martellis? The Martellis? Yeah, the, the Fatellis. The Fatellis. The Fatellis. So when the Fatellis are like, yeah, tell us where they are. Where are they getting uh, Tell us everything. Okay, I'll tell you. And he starts crying. He starts talking about the, the prank that he played with, the throw up. And he just goes rambling. And I thought that that's what we were going to get from Eugene. That he was going to tell the whole story of how he met. I lied. And I said I was an engineer. And then I, and then I <laughs> went and I, I said I knew all the smart stuff. I really didn't know anything. I, don't, I thought he was going to do that. But in a way he does. But it's not to that extent. It's that he's just going more in depth about how he felt when he was talking to uh, Stephanie on uh, on the radio and how he's just sort of sort of lying about exaggerating i should say of how his community was handling everything and how big they are and all this stuff and that he was hoping to find love and uh, they had a connection with music and other things outside of just the craziness that's going on and that he's also a virgin and he was hoping that this was his way of finding love and he's bawling at the whole time while he's saying all this. So it comes off very genuine, right? That's the first thing. When I was like, well, who really opens up like this? But he was freaking out and everything. And then he was like, yeah, this is this is it. So what did you think of that? <laughs> that whole segment there? Like, I mean, think about it. He, in, in a way, he still didn't come clean because he never mentioned Alexandria. He didn't go into detail about Rick, their leader, and this and that. But show, none of that. He just said, you know, I'm just going to tell you what's going on here. And that's what brought him there to the train yard it was stephanie so i don't know yeah i think um he just i think it's all part of the the whole process you know he he's like how, what's the best way i can open up without you know opening up completely and stick to the story because they talked about it earlier it's like hey whatever you know stick to the story they're telling eugene and eugene you know he's he's essentially giving his his whole soul to to the people, he's, he's let him, letting them know everything about his life, and and it seems like, and everything I think everything is truthful except for the one part about, you know, the settlement. It's like, yeah, it was just us, you no, know? 
how I lied to I lied to Stephanie about the the whole thing, but then he quotes and then he quotes that under you know actual truth about him having feelings for her and stuff and you know and I, I think that's just the way he sold it. Yeah, yeah, he definitely did a good job with that. So uh, real quick, we get into because we're almost done with this. That's the thing. The Commonwealth part was fairly short in this episode. A lot of teasers yeah. going for what, uh, what we should see or expect to see in the next episode, which I really hope they do, and, and, and we'll get to it. So anyway, so boom, the next scene, we see that he has a hood over his head. They've transported him back to their holding cell area, which is uh, in, within that train yard, that, uh, that train car. And uh, once you take the hood off, boom, we see uh, Ezekiel there. He's looking great. He's happy. Uh, um, Cough syrup. Yeah, I said, yeah, that's what she said. Ice is there. We got a uh, princess there. They're all happy. He's still crying now, Eugene. He's hugging him. He's like, oh, you guys are alive. What happened? And that's it. There you go. Cough syrup. Um, Ezekiel was saying, well, they brought me in. I had the bad cough. They brought me in infirmary. They gave me some medicine. It tastes horrible. But hey, it worked and I went to sleep. So yeah, maybe they gave him some. Uh, you know, NyQuil or something. I don't know. But because <laughs> yeah. he didn't go into depth. We know he has cancer, but he didn't bring that up and they didn't bring it up and he didn't say anything about further treatment. So it was mainly just to address the cough. Yeah. And then everybody yeah, he's, says, he's he's a liability if, if he has cancer. Well, he does have cancer, but he's going to be a liability to that community because he might he might not have a lifespan to he just might be taking resources it's so he's true. he he's got to keep that under wraps it's true it's true yeah so they're there and then uh, mercer comes in and then he says all right you guys have all been approved you're all going into the commonwealth for the second step which is pretty much he doesn't go into it. he says something else i'm blanking on what it was but he does the whole point is the next step now is for assignment and this right. is where they get to sign their jobs and then based off of what you did in the, 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 your, your previous before the, the, the fall of man and, and everything. So he says that he says that and he says, oh, and you're going to be led by a B cop. And he looks over at Ezekiel and then he tells him that he went to West Point. I was like, uh, OK, all right, cool. You know, whatever. He went to West Point. And, yeah, that's, that's that's definitely a flex. Definitely flex. So then uh, the other side of that car, that train car opens up and you just see a bright light and you just see everyone just get wide eyed like, oh, wow. And then that's it. That's the teaser and the closer for that segment of this episode, because now we know they're going to go in and hopefully and I say hopefully because Walking Dead has they've played tricks before where they've had these different branches. And then the second branch will skip like an episode or two before they return back to that. And so I really hope that come next week we see there was the reaction to it we actually see the commonwealth and if it is as large in scale like it is in the comics and i have a feeling they're going to go all out it has to be it has to be i i just want to add one one quick thing uh he did finally meet stephanie mm. that's yeah. right she does come in right before that wait mm -hmm. right right before because she's on the other side and we get to see stephanie yep they it yeah, yeah, it was interesting. They changed it up a little bit, a, a little bit. I mean, it's it's not a big deal. I probably won't mention it. In fact, but um, yeah, no, it's great. He got. I'm to glad. Me. I'm glad they cut off the point where, like, before they even got to talk, 
because it seemed like it was an awkward moment. Yeah, she like, even yeah, said, yeah. she said, which one, which one are you? You know, and then I think it was funny when he said it to me, and it was like, oh, and then she like winks at uh, Ezekiel. You know, I thought, whatever. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, I like your friend. Those are cool dreads. Come to my oh, cabin. Oh, no, no. Proceed with caution. Right there we go. So that was it. It was pretty straightforward, and and it was pretty quick. Now the meat and potatoes of this episode is the other crew. This is it. This is how we get to. We're going to talk about the cliffhanger. The cliffhanger was seeing Maggie drop down. She drops down. Well, she slipped off the top. She starts fighting. She takes out a gun. Does a whole gun battle with these walkers, and she escapes by sliding underneath, crawling underneath the train, similar to how Glenn, her husband. When we all assumed he was dead a few seasons back, when he was trapped in that alleyway, he crawled under the dumpster. So the, mm -hmm. the, just bringing that back, or maybe reusing a scene in a different twist. But I'm sure it was a nod to that. Anybody who's been following this this show from the beginning saw that instantly, but like, all right, I see where they're going with this. All right, so there we go. Now we know she's all right. Uh, we'll throw in. Because it was actually two parts, two different splits for a little while. And so we'll go into the part where we were talking about before in the last episode. We were going deep with this is uh, with Daryl and how he branched off running after this dog. This damn dog is going to cause all kinds of problems because he, he runs after the dog. Now he's in this hallway. Well, not hallway, a tunnel. And sees a cot and all these writings on the wall. You definitely had to pause uh, multiple times if you wanted to read it all, because uh, he was, it was just based off of the flashlight. Whatever he reflected on, then we could read it. It was a, a lot of uh, writings that there was some kind of struggle going on. There was a hierarchy. You uh, just like in most situations, you have people of different class that were put together. Some people had money, some people maybe not so much as others, and then you just got like hobos and homeless people that were already living there. And uh, it looks like they were all trying to coexist and still play certain roles, and things just fell apart. Everything just fell apart. And we get that from a lot of the images where you see the people with the crown at the top, and then they have nice clothes, and then it just starts dwindling down. So it's also clear that children were just doodling on the walls and doing all this. And as he's navigating through, he finds a little zip lock bag. It has some money in it, but the money also has some writings, and it sounds like a, a, a child was leaving a message for a parent. And he sees a picture, and the picture is a parent and a little girl, and the little girl's holding a bunny rabbit toy. And if you recall, if you uh, recall, that was a bunny rabbit toy that Maggie found in the last episode, over at mm -hmm. the gravesite. So uh, it looks like uh, what Negan has suggested is correct. That uh, that other end, that when he first entered, and all those body bags, that was their grave. That's where they were putting all these bodies and closing them up, so that way they don't get attacked. And uh, the, the survivors that were living under there were in that area. But it looks like uh, the shit hit the fan there too because I think those are the people that turned into walkers that eventually attacked Maggie and everybody just uh, toward the end of the last episode. So I, I'm still bringing this up because I'm still baffled the fact that he, he found the dog in this room, but he doesn't go back to help Maggie or everybody else to see how they're going. He just says, oh, I'm just going to keep going down this hole. You know, going down this tunnel, whatever. You know? yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He just kept going. That dog. That dog was gonna go on forever, and he was gonna follow him for forever. <sighs> yeah, and that, that that dog. I mean, people, you can leave a comment below. Would you have gone down that road, that route, and just followed the dog, or just say, you know what? 
dog and that's dog name dog dog you're gone i'm sorry my bad that's i tried i tried to keep you alive but uh i can't do that because he's pulling him to who knows where because as we go further down he sees one walker he shoots it in the head but then dog jumps in a tunnel because he, he there's a reason why he's jumping in the tunnel. he starts barking and this is a, a crawl space of a large tube in which daryl now has to crawl through at that point i would have been like Psst, wash my hands i'm done with you dog i can't i'm going back right hey uh that's man's best friend though <laughs> well the best friend is leading him to the unknown and really pushing him further from what we know though further away from the group like yeah, you know, yeah. that's dangerous yeah. well especially when you when he oh. has to go through the the little tube tunnel thing i don't know what you call it like the, the yeah, drainage it was, it was like a drainage pipe. yeah it was a long drainage pipe and that's what i was saying it's very claustrophobic it was very small well, now hmm well, just one thing I would do want to say that I found funny about that scene. I had no idea that the walkers also know how to close the drain. The, the, that's, you know, the, the, you picked up a the drain covering mm-hmm. because they close oh, yeah. and open and open it. I'm like, well, wow, that's that's interesting. I didn't know they could do that uh, as well. Uh, it, we we got to <laughs> use our imagination. It was loose, Rich. It was very loose. <laughs> They were pulling on it, right, just to get to him. And then they're like, oh, it fell off. There we go. It helped. It helped. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll just keep going with this. So he has a little altercation with one of the walkers in there, and he eventually makes it through. Then the dog goes barking. He attacks a walker. And that answers another question. It was like, well, I guess if the blood goes into the mouth of an animal, uh, it's not going to cause it to turn. Because he doesn't. The dog is just mauling on this. And then there's this cool little back and forth scene where we see Daryl pointing down through his crossbows. And the dog is fighting with the walker. And it's back and forth shaking, shaking, shaking. He's like, oh, is he accidentally going to kill the dog? I don't think we'll ever see that. All right? We're never going to see an accidental death of an animal. So, no, of course not. He helps. Boom, he kills him. But then you hear some more grunting and, and moaning. And this is why the dog ran down there. Because... He recognized the scent. And it was one of the two dudes that ran off with the supplies. And this guy is all messed up. There's blood gushing from his head, his chest. He, he collapsed on the floor. And uh, Daryl walks over with his napkin. It's like, oh, let me. He's like, no, no, don't even waste that on me. I'm, I'm done. Uh, this is it. I, I made my bad. I'm, it's, that was a mistake. And Daryl asked for the supplies. I don't know. I lost it uh, along the way. That sucks. But he does have a grenade. And he gives him a grenade, and he then gives him some other trinkets, and says, "Give it to my kids, and let them know what was it that I wasn't a a loser or something like that. What that I was a yeah. I don't, tell tell my tell my kids that I I didn't die the coward way. Or oh something. yeah, that yeah, I wasn't a coward. Yeah, I mean, so basically lie to them because you did run off. You did run off, and he said he lost Gage. He doesn't know where Gage is. They got separated, and this whole thing. And so there goes that. He's done for. So, we will return to that part, but now let's get into the actual group. So then now, while this is happening, we got Negan and the rest of the crew. They are now traveling through the, the, the train itself, taking out walkers. And then uh, Alden looks back and he's like, hey, wait, 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 where's Maggie? And then uh, our boy uh, Negan is like, oh, well, I don't know. She was right behind me and uh, now she's not. And again, <laughs> it's like, well... Yeah, you care about Maggie, but what about Daryl? No one's asking about Daryl. Come on now. It's like, if anything, Maggie and Daryl are both missing. It's not just Maggie. 
So, yeah. you know, whatever. So the, they go start going through that. And as they're navigating through the tunnel, they start hearing more banging. If I'm trying to remember right, though, because I got my notes here. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, at this point. Ah, okay. So then as they get through to the next train car, right, at this one, they, it's jammed. The door is jammed on the other end. But then they also hear banging. And they thought it was coming from above, but it's below. And they said, oh, it's an SOS message. Okay, that, that's great that you picked that up. I would have responded to any banging. I don't think I really would have cared if it was an SOS, right? I'm like, well, somebody's banging underneath. But uh, well, but, it's it's a, it's they it was in Morse code, and they understood it. I yeah, mean, yeah. a walker is not going to remember Morse code and be like SOS. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. But then I would also think if it was a human person, would be screaming like what Gage is going to do soon. So. So anyway, they open up the bottom panel of the the subway car, and it's Maggie. She crawls up, she gets in, and first thing she does is she clocks Negan, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm like, I, I guess I deserve that," you know. And she was like, "He he didn't help me. I called for him, and he didn't help me, and I slipped, and you know." And then Elden uh, is like, "You tried to kill her," and he's like, "No, no, I didn't help her. There's a difference from not helping and and killing. I just chose not to help her." So. Was it Sasquatch grabs him, bangs him against the side. And he's like, you think anybody's going to help you? You think anybody's going to do anything for you? And uh, he's like, she, and, and this is what I, we were talking about before we were discussing. He's like, she had just finished, just within their time, maybe like 10 minutes, 15 minutes ago, threatening to kill him and said that she always thinks about killing him. So, yeah, he didn't want to help her. She was threatening his life. And he said, but I've done so much for this group. And he's like, oh, like what you did with Hilltop? And he's like, yeah, I like with Hilltop because I killed Alpha. You know, I put an end to all that. And then they show everyone's faces and they're they're like, I wouldn't say shocked, but they're not really reacting. And this is the first time that we at least know that that group is aware that he is the one that put a stop to all of that. Because we don't know. We don't know if Maggie knows about the whole thing. Hell, she wasn't even there for all of that. So uh, we don't know if Daryl said, all right, this is what happened. This is what, when he, because he's also helped with Judith a few times as well. But we don't know any of that. So they, they mm-hmm. were all kind of confused by it. And they're like, oh, well, and he's like, and I've been trying to, to turn a new leaf and, and show you guys, but no one seems to care. Which is true. They don't seem to care. So what do you I guys? I mean, Maggie, Maggie did. She didn't. <laughs> she, yeah. But she wasn't, she wasn't there for this whole time. He was. It's like. I mean, do people, you know, Maggie's been out of the loop for a while and, you know, most of the most of the people that are part of that thing, I, I wonder how many people actually know Maggie. You see, you know? and then that's where things get a little, there's nothing we could do. Because as you know, the, the actress, she went to go do that show on Fox. She had another show and she wasn't sure how that was going to go. And it got canceled. First season got canceled. So then she came back. That's why they didn't kill her off. Like they did with mm-hmm. a few others that wound up, uh, um, one of the characters that went off to do Star Trek Discovery. She became one of the. the, the oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, they yeah, definitely yeah. killed her off, you know, because she knew she was not coming back. That was a done deal. It was a multi-year deal. She knew that. But as opposed to this, this was a pilot season, that type of thing going through, and um, so they they played it safe, and it worked out in their favor. But because of that. They're trying to fill in the blanks with some of this, and it, it seems kind of rushed because it would have been great if when she did come back and just say, what did I miss? Why is he out? Yeah, well, he helped us with this and this and this and this. And that. That's it. Just really quick. 
Just like how we just had, uh, you know, ICE over here and interrogation, just give a quick rundown of how things work in the Commonwealth. So anyway, while they're going through all this, we start hearing banging at the door from the train car ahead that they were going to try to get through. And it's Gage. Now, Gage is the buddy of the other guy who ran off with the supplies. And before we start saying, oh, well, we don't really know any of these guys. He does have somewhat of a backstory because he was one of the bullies of... um, of a uh, um, what you call it? Uh, the the daughter, Alpha's daughter. Oh my God, I'm blanking on her name too. Oh, uh, Lydia. Lydia. She was a, he was one of the kids that was bullying her back in Alexandria, and, yeah. and dealing with that whole thing. So he's like, oh, they were like, what's going on? How did you end up on that end? It was like, I don't know, and I, I got lost, a separate whole thing. But you know, can you get me in? They didn't even ask about the supplies, but he, they was like, all right, whatever. You got Alden. He's just like, all right, we're going to help you out. Can't get the door open. It's jammed. And then that's when Maggie was like, well, did you close the other end behind you? And he's like, uh, no, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then sure enough, we hear all the walkers start coming. And so everyone's looking at each other and they're like, all right, well, all hands are dead. Come on, we got to go and help. And Maggie's like, no, no, we're not going to go help because we don't have the resources. We don't have the ammo now to take them all on. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And Alden is like, to hell with you. And now he's pissed. And so here it is. We just saw like a full flip from one end where Negan decides not to help. Maggie gets all pissed. But then here it is now. This other guy needs help. And Maggie doesn't want to help. And yeah, this guy's Gage is kind of a prick. He ran off and stuff. But he's still one of their own. And you got Alden over here who does want to help. So I don't know. What did what did you think of that, that whole uh, flip-flopping on... Uh, morals well it would i guess it's you know for me it's like it's pretty selective you know she didn't she didn't consider consider him at least i don't believe that she considered him a useful person in the group oh yeah because yeah, if it was daryl she would definitely would have been like all right we gotta all break this door down who cares if it was daryl if it was gabriel mm-hmm. no yeah, yeah. father gabriel if, if it if it was uh if it was negan she'd be like deuces we're leaving. Yeah. Uh, well, well, that's interesting yeah. that you bring that up because that was one of the other little back and forth when a guy had him against the side, and uh, I think it was Alden had also said, "Let's just kill him now." Let's just kill him. And she brings up again, "We need him. We need him. We need mm-hmm. him because he knows the location. He knows the area." So then, uh, yeah, who, who knows? Who knows what happens there? So uh, after that point. They're just all sitting there trying to figure out what to do because the dude gags and stabs himself multiple times. So he dies, and now all the walkers are there. There's also walkers now in the train car behind them. And it sounds like there's some on top. And you see a close-up of Negan just giving like a, I don't even, I don't want to say it's a shocked face, but it's definitely concerned to look. And I think it was Alden that, that brought it up. He was like, are you okay? He's like, oh, bad memories. And uh, we know he's referring to when he was with Lucille and that uh, and their trailer, and they got wrapped around. Remember when she turned and and then they started coming in. He was just panicking. He was freaking out at that moment. So anyway, mm-hmm. while they're in there, this is where we get uh, another little crazy story here. Because while they're, they're sitting here, we're hearing all these noises, all these sounds from the walkers banging all over the place. And uh, Alden is, uh, he gets a lot of time now that you think about it in this episode. Definitely a lot of, uh, a lot of talking points here. And he says, man, what a horrible way for Gage to die. And she then Maggie was like, well, I know a few other horrible ways. And I, I instantly thought, I was like, oh, she's going to tell the story about Glenn. 
But no, she doesn't go down that road. She actually tells a different story, a story that we don't know. And it's a story that she says that she was down the road, her and Herschel, her son. And they come across, it looks like an older man in a shopping cart full of supplies and it's tipped over and he's having trouble with it. They offer to help and he says uh, if he can help bring the, the, the cart with the supplies and himself back to his his home, that she, he would give her her and her son food. So she was like, okay, but she had a feeling it was all a trap. Right, so sure enough, she finds out it is. Right, right before they get into the house, she puts a knife to his throat, checks his pockets. He had chloroform. She assumes that's what he was going to use on her. So she kills him. Right, she locks up Herschel in a room, and then she goes exploring the room. She finds two other guys in there. She takes him out. She doesn't say how, but she kills him. And uh, as she's searching around the house, she hears some large uh, bang noises above in the attic. And she goes up and she takes a look and she sees that uh, there was one, at least she said there was four of them, but there was one that she sees up close. And it's been, was it? they took the, the tongue out, they took the eyes out. It's clearly, it's a walker, but it's been all mangled. They, they stitched up the arms and the legs and it was pregnant and the belly was moving. Now, I would have loved to see this. in some form as opposed to just a story or at least hear some creepy sounds or something linked to it but it's not it's just you know just a zoom in on her face is telling this story and uh the the part that really didn't pull me in because okay it's a gruesome sight that's all gruesome you know and you had brought this up before uh uh carlos that uh, everybody has a sad story. Everybody's probably seen something horrible here. But for her to say, well, the only thing I was thinking of is that, well, they must have food here. I was like, no, that's not what I was, would have thought. I would have thought, well, why are they torturing these people here? What's the point of, you know, stitching the arms back together? What, they were bored? And they were like, let's pull, let's, let's do a Dr. Frankenstein here? Yeah, I, I felt like that, that whole uh, Maggie story was kind of pointless. It's... <laughs> You know, the whole the whole the whole point of The Walking Dead is to show just you know from the first episode on is just how brutal this world can be, and um and like you mentioned like we talked about the other day, it's like everyone's gone through a horrible loss. I don't think it's if if, if <laughs> there's probably one person in that world and might not have gone through a horrific loss. Yeah, everybody <laughs> has lost somebody, family, friends, job. I mean the society the world is pretty much ended yeah so it's it's you know maybe 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 like that would have been more you know that story is more effective if she tells her you know she's telling her grandkids mm-hmm. when when whenever they they have they live in a society that's more organized and you know they maybe they control the walkers then that 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 kind of makes sense but it would, to people who have gone through it especially that guy you know i think he was she was directing it more towards the guy that was complaining about Letting the other uh, Shane yeah, was yeah. it Shane? It was, not uh, Shane. Gage. Uh, Gage. Gage. Yeah, Gage. Yeah, letting Gage die. She's like, let me tell you about horrible stuff that mm-hmm. you probably already seen. You know, it's like, yeah, people have been brutal. You know, and no, you're not teaching anyone anyone something new. Everyone knows this. You know, and we all know that, this as the viewers. Crew, that crew, because remember, she had so in the last episode, she mentioned that that crew they went out on a scouting mission. When they came back, the Reapers were there and had killed everybody. So they know they've seen horrific things happen. 
But she's like, oh, well, well I, the only thing I thought about was food. And that uh, if they were still alive, then that means they have food. So she found the food and said there was plenty of it. So she loaded up in that cart and her and Herschel hit the road. And this is how she sees things now. Things are different. She's different. She's looking at Negan. I was like, all right, so are you still trying to prove that you're tough? Is that is that what's going on here? Like, I don't, I, no one's doubting. Everyone, she was tough before all of this happened. All the way back from season two. I mean, remember mm-hmm. the prison and everything that they've gone through. Yes, it's been hard out there. You left. No one's bringing up why she left and that because then that opens up another door and that, of course that was all related to her just doing things outside of the show because then somebody could say well why did you even leave with your son that seems very dangerous you had a community mm-hmm. you know? she was the leader of a community yeah she was the leader of the community so yeah the at the hilltop so she gives that whole story rich what did you think of that story before we move on I, I pretty much agree with what Carlos said. Uh, probably pointless to those that have already been through horrible things. Yeah. But uh, I guess they wanted to just find a way to pass the time until yeah, exactly. what yeah. would happen next. What what Maggie did is more. It's more of like you know, huddle around the campfire and let's tell each other all the all the crazy shit we've gone through. Yeah, and I get it because. But then at the same time, I'm trying to figure out what were they waiting for. Because uh, were they waiting for the walkers to leave? We know that's never going to happen. As if they know that there's food somewhere, they just keep banging and banging and banging. And we see that that's what's happening. The doors are giving way. All right, There's just mm-hmm. too many of them. They're just piling in. So she was like, all right, well, I guess this is it. We're going to have to fight our way out of this regardless. And this is where we get that dust till dawn moment where Father Gabriel gets a shotgun you know, and he's like, all right, let's do this. And she, even Maggie, she gives a gun to Negan. She's like, here, we need all hands on this one. And he takes it. He's like, can all I, right, yo, go ahead. Can I bring up something I haven't brought up even both times? Okay. Why didn't, you know, it seemed like all hope was lost. Why didn't they just escape through the hole that Maggie came through? Yeah, we, talk, we talked about it. Yeah, and it, the only thing I can think of, because I thought about that as well, is like, well, Sasquatch, the big dude, he won't be able to fit through that hole. <laughs> you know, and if she's really about no man left behind, then you can't do that. Now, well, I we already know she's a liar. Yeah, exactly. Now, I know they were banging, they were trying to, to create another hole, and that wasn't really going anywhere. So, but uh yeah, whatever. They they now they have to go through that path anyway, so uh, it, it seemed at that point, Alden could have just put his two cents. Well, I guess uh, we just let him die for no reason. All right, so here we go. Because <laughs> now we still have to go. So they, they pull open that door, and boom, that's it. They're just let it rip. They're firing, they're shooting the weapons, doing the whole shebang. A lot of cool uh, death scenes here for the walkers. Then we see behind them, that breaks open. So we got Negan and a few others. They're covering the rear. All kinds of stuff is going on. So now we move over back to Daryl. So at this point, while Daryl has these supplies that he picked up, whatever, the grenade and some of the little trinkets that he got from this dead dude, the dog starts barking again and they hear the gunfire. So they start heading down a path and this is where we get a very cool video game-ish type tracking from right to left scene where he has a flashlight, he has the gun, and Daryl is just going from room to room, just bucking shots, killing them all. They're all dropping like flies. All the walkers. He's just banging them off. Straight shots. It's awesome. 
It's just the the whole view, the whole effect, very cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm sure he enjoyed filming it, and that'll be a highlight in his career. It was like, look at some of the cool scenes that I've been part of. Very cool scene. Before I go on, what did you guys think of that? Because that was that was. I don't think they've ever done anything like that. It, it reminds me of, and for those who have not watched this episode, really, I should have said that before, but everybody knows. We've been around long enough. Everybody knows we we're going to go into spoilers. But if, if anybody remembers um, the movie 300, and remember right what was the first battle, and they start moving across, and you see that tracking shot of just the fighting yeah. with the spears. That's what triggered in my mind also that we're getting that, but just uh, within their version of the walker, just pop, 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 shooting everywhere from room to room. Really cool shots, really cool scenes. Yeah, it's a pretty cool shot. I mean, I, you know, it just made Daryl look like a badass. And it's like, I, I said I said it before, it's like a John Wick moment. Um, you know, going through, going through the all those walkers with precise good shots to each one. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, it, he comes to save the day because then the next room over, so we he can see the group has, they were able to make it through that one car that they were fighting in, but there's still plenty coming from behind them. So he opens up, uh, I guess it was locked from the, the other one that he was going to go. So he opens up that door. They come flooding in. They're happy to see him. And then he takes his, that grenade and he chucks it through and explosion. Guts start spewing from the door. That was pretty cool. They have to have a good guts moment. They always do. Every episode has to have like that kill. Like they always talk about it, even on Talking Dead. You know, they would always have that listed. It was like, oh yeah, best kill of the episode. You know, and again, mm-hmm. real quick, because I don't think I mentioned it, because you know, just from everything we went through yesterday. But again, people, if you want to see this now, if you're still unaware, all this is on AMC Plus. You can go on AMC Plus. So if you're we're going through this and like, oh man, I wish I could see this a little early, you can. Go to AMC Plus, you sign up, and there it is. Episode two is already there. And I think going forward, they are going to be posting these episodes a few days early, which is great. They used to do it just the same thing a few days, but now it's almost like a week. So yeah, you can go to sign up and uh, at least if you don't want to keep it around and just sign up just for Walking Dead for that. And there's, there's a lot of good shows on there. Northwood is really good too. That's a five-part series. Check that out. Um, but um, yeah, uh, what did you think, Rich, with all of this? Oh, I thought. Well, as I had mentioned previously, uh, I thought that yeah, the, this this was the action-packed story. See all of the shootouts. Uh, I enjoyed seeing Father Gabriel blow blow away some. Uh, Walkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. This was the action scene it, for the episode. Yeah, but they they clearly, you know, I, I thought that what they told Gage before about yeah, we don't ha- we don't have enough ammunition. Clearly, they did because they still were able to take out all of them them walkers. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but it, yeah, that, but that that was cool. That was cool to see for sure. See, but now that I think about it, the twist to that could be well we probably wouldn't have been able to make it past the next room because remember that was locked mm-hmm. and daryl as we just mentioned in that cool scene of the tracking shot he took out a bunch of them he yeah. killed that so maybe they wouldn't have had the ammo to make it through or even if they were able to open that door we don't know what if they would have came across and be like oh we can't open it and then they would have been stuck there that's true they would have been stuck there so that that could have been the, the end for that group so once they get through, 
they're like, all right, they're, they're, they're strategizing their next move. And uh, we got our boy Negan. Negan hands the gun back to Maggie. And she takes it, and then he gives like a little nod. So maybe this is it. Maybe they're like, all right, we can work together now. Let's just, the past is the past. Let's not think about it. Let's think about the present. And I'm pretty sure at this point, Maggie has to be on that, that mindset just by handing the gun. Once she handed because they could, there's a bunch of other things she's good at them. But she said she needs him. She needs him. And he comes into play again because at this point, when they're like, all right, we're going to keep going, they get out of that area, the, the subway station. And she's like, well, no, we're not going to head over to the, 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 the settlement first. We need to go take a rest. <laughs> we need supplies. And it's at a radio tower. And uh, Negan, you know where that is, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, I know where it is. Like, all right, so you can lead the way. I have a lot of problems just with that alone. That part, that got me upset. That definitely got me upset because I'm like, you, Maggie has been hell-bent on pushing forward, pushing forward. When Negan was like, ah, maybe this isn't the right path. No, we got to go. And even before, when it was storming, that led them to the subway. Let's rest. No, we can't rest. We got to keep going. Got to keep going. But now you decide this is the time to rest. Now let's go off track. Let's go in another direction. She swears there's supplies at this radio tower. Who knows how long it's been since the last time she was there. But no one's against it. No one opposes to this idea. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that sounds great. Let's go do that. It's still nighttime. I don't know. What did you guys think? Did, did, did that make sense? Or did once once she said that, you knew something bad was going to happen? At least for me, I knew. I'm like, no, that's just one of the things you just don't do. Well, one of the cardinal sins is just don't walk down the road. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> whenever, whenever, you know, you're in an apocalypse. Or post-apocalyptic world, Stay or anything off like the that. Main road. Just go on the side. You know they they did the tracking shot. They're all walking, and it's like, it's just too quiet, man. It's you know they 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 just went through the the subway like nothing. Like they lost two people, but you know those people had it coming. Um, oh no, they lost one because they, they, they one. saved they the lost, other one. Yeah, they saved one, but the yeah the other guy was all beat up. Yeah, so you know, I I felt you know something something was off. They were gonna see something, you know, and then we saw we saw the bodies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so once they get to the, the radio tower, he's got a bunch of bodies hanging everywhere. And Negan cracks a joke. It's like, this looks a lot worse than the last time I was here. It's like, yeah, I'm sure. But it, it, I've seen a few shows that have pulled this off. And we know the, the whole story with Dracula, like uh, the, the actual story. Back in, what's it, Romania, whatever way. He put all the heads on the spikes. You know, the, the true story. Vlad the Impaler, I should say. It's not Dracula. Vlad the Impaler. Well, it's usually for warnings for others that think of about invading those areas to just second-guess that and to, to step back. So once you see all these bodies, it wasn't just for decor. They're doing this to, to let you know that this area has been taken over. But they keep going. <laughs> That's the thing I don't get. They, they take a few more steps in, and then, yeah, this is it. This is when... Uh, a tomahawk, it looked like, it hits one of the guys in the chest and all these arrows start flying and the, not, nobody in this crew, maybe they wasted all their bullets. I don't know. Maybe that's why Negan gave back the gun to Maggie. It wasn't so much, I don't need a gun. It's, I'm out of bullets. So why should I carry this? But no one sh shoots back and we see, like you said, with the road, up the road, a group of guys armed and they have no fear. <laughs> Walking like the Expendables, yeah, walking, you know, exactly. like a click on height, like Mean Girls. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, yeah, they don't care. They're like, oh, we, they didn't even, yeah, they're not strategizing. They're not taking cover. They're not crouched or anything. They're just, like, upright walking like they own the place. 
which pretty much they do, right? But still, you don't know if uh, the Negan and friends, you don't know if they have weapons, if they're going to just start shooting back. But uh, whatever. It, it was to, to build that cool moment. But again, I'm going to mention the show itself. This So far, from episode one and now two, Maggie has not addressed this group as the Reapers. She kept mentioning it, as, that they were called the Reapers last season, toward the end, when we found her. And she says, oh yeah, we got this one guy, and holding all this is the Reaper. And she tells the story about them. She doesn't mention it at all here. She just said that there was a bad group. And uh, uh, maybe when they were filmed, they weren't filmed in order, and they didn't de- just decide on a name yet. I don't know. It's weird because, again, we're filling in the blanks. We're calling them Reapers. What if that's not? What if that's just another crew? Of people that have taken over that radio tower, right? We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, yeah we. I, I mean, as far as we know, they. You know, they're they're talking about. You know, there's a possibility that there might not be a lot because the other guy just went by himself. The the first reaper we saw. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just you know a whole group of them like just going at going at it at once. It seems weird. Well, that that brings up a bunch of questions with that when she's like, and that goes from the last episode. When Maggie starts telling the group about, oh, yeah, we can go back to our old settlement. There's plenty of food there. And she tells the story about how they got chased out. Whoever's still alive, everybody else died. But she thinks there, were, there weren't many of them because the one that they did encounter, the one that was hunting them down out in the forest, there was only one. He was a solo. right? He was a lone wolf. So she thinks that's it. But maybe that's not the case. Maybe they're such badasses that they were like, you know what? We don't need, all right, you seven guys, you go to that community. Uh, there's some other people that, that that escaped and you're the sharpshooter, you're the hunter. You just go out and track them. I mean, we've seen that with Rambo. What if they, they all have that idea going on? And he was a baddest and there are a bunch of them. So we don't know. She just assumed a lot of things. But as you know, Daryl jumped aboard. Like, come on, let's go. Yeah, I'm all about it. And everybody else jumped in too. And here we are now, episode two. And now, uh, they, they got arrows and tomahawks being thrown at them. So it was, uh, all right, so that was it. So overall, what did you guys think, Rich? What did you think? Overall, episode two. Uh, I thought it was a good episode. Uh, kept up the suspense as far as everything that's happening with the Commonwealth. It made me interested to see how that storyline progresses. And obviously, yes, a lot of action in the second half with the other story regarding uh, Negan, Maggie, and the crew. So, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what happens this season. Um, There's a lot of different things that can happen. They can go in many different directions. So I I look forward to uh, next week's episode. Yeah, Carlos? Yeah, I mentioned last week that I preferred uh, the Commonwealth stuff over the the Maggie Negan Daryl uh, stuff. Uh-oh. I think this this episode is the other way around. I prefer to the the Maggie Negan uh, Daryl group more than the Commonwealth. Just you know, just because a lot of the stuff with the Commonwealth, I feel like there's a lot of logistical uh, information that we're not privy to. That you know we have to we have to you know fill fill in the gaps in terms of you know how much time has passed by the whole stuff with the with the with a with a two with a couple that you know that they were getting their their suits and were escaping and how they got back, all of that kind of stuff, you know. And also, you know, the, when um, Ezekiel was missing and he's like, oh, he just showed up, but it turned out he when he was in the infirmary. It's like all that kind of stuff. Um, 
this kind of adds a little bit of negative. But overall, uh, I I really enjoyed this episode. I thought the 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 Daryl stuff was kind of uh, uh, the uh, the first part of the Daryl stuff was kind of a little bit fillerish, but you know it was made up by that <laughs> by that action sequence. So uh, I I enjoyed overall the episode. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of nods to to other mediums in a, in a similar genre. You know, a little bit of the the, the Last of Us with the, the just explore, with Daryl exploring that room and finding letters and and the creepiness of what was happening before with the group and how that fell apart. And that was something else that they were talking about that Maggie had pointed out during that time, telling the ghost story that he just. Drove home the importance of finding a good community and to keep it up and running because it looks like everybody is bad out there, and yeah. uh, so I'm curious though to see how they merge the two because they seem like they're in completely two different directions of everything that is well, happening. I mean this 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 last season is going to be divided into two and it's a lot of episodes. We have a long and these first two episodes have been an hour, yeah, so yeah. like a full hour. So, you know, don't be surprised. Uh, don't be surprised if, you know, we have we'll go through half of the season and we'll still not there yet. Yeah, um, it'll eventually come because, you know, we still we still have to find out what the hell is going to happen with Michonne and Rick. Um, yeah. Yeah. See how how they integrate to this whole thing whenever that does happen. If it happens. You know, yeah, it's it, it's 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 I think the most important thing is to determine who's going to be the end game in this set in this show. Is it going to be the Reapers? Is it going to be the Commonwealth? Is it going to be someone else? Mm-hmm. I don't think we know that answer yet. I mean, maybe the comic book people yeah. have a better idea, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, well, a lot of this is... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I, I'm curious to see, because, uh, again, with the comic and, and stuff that's happening with Maggie and all this stuff, it's it's different. That part is different. The Commonwealth stuff is pretty on point, just with uh, some character swap-outs, but everything that's going on with the other crew, that's, that's not a thing, because... Still in the comic during this time, they were still dealing with the issues with uh, with uh, the whispers. That was still right. a thing going on, and that's done with in the show. And so this is all new. This is interesting. So I'm excited. So hey, everybody, thanks again for tuning in and and jumping on board. And as you'll see in your feeds, it'll pop up because we are going to be reviewing this early. And if you're like, hey, but I don't want to get spoiled, then don't. You can just come back and listen afterwards and we'll break it down and maybe answer some of your questions. Again, if you have any questions or you just want to discuss, go ahead, check it out over the coalition. You'll see on YouTube right there, you just put a comment and then we'll discuss it there. So we will be back, and I think it's actually what in a few days, right? Under this whole plan here, we got episode three. We were, we were surprised last time, so don't be don't be surprised if you know it pops up in just in a random date. Yeah, but we'll exactly. see. We'll Looking see. forward to it. We will see. All right, everybody. Thanks again, and we will see you in a few days. Peace. See you soon.